And we're back with another exciting episode of LTC, Laughter the Club. I guess it's an LATC episode, minus uh, Jivri out in Orange County. But tonight we got myself and Jeanette here in LA. You know, we got a little bit of some Lakers basketball going on tonight. But more importantly, we have some Dodgers baseball going on. We had opening day yesterday, and it was uh, quite the the viral uh, moment. I, I think it's a good one for baseball, to be honest. There was a lot of just a lot happening for baseball. Um, I saw the most amazing. I saw no look catch. I mean, I don't like to generally celebrate the Angels, but it was a sick catch. Like, I mean, this guy wasn't even looking at it. And I was like, probably not the smartest idea. Like a no-look pass in basketball, get it, you know, because peripheral, peripheral vision. I don't necessarily know if this guy saw it with his peripherals. That makes sense. But um, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah, I think I saw that catch too. Um, it's uh, – I always – like opening week you always opening day opening series new season of sports always gives you a lot of hope especially for you know tortured fan bases and to get to see feats of athleticism gives you that hope but then you realize your team is who they are and that same pit in your stomach that you had at game 162 you have at the end of game one so i feel bad for angels fans mm. um to an, you know, like they they know what they're in for and mm-hmm. stuff. So if maybe all you get to do is just play spoiler again. But who knows? It's just game one, and uh, they maybe they get to come back. Who knows? They get the last laugh on all of us. But it does not seem likely. Did you see that Angels player almost fight a fan? Anthony Rendon, yes. Yeah. So, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the the audio is so clear. And obviously, because they're athletes, there will be a suspension and a fine and he can. And, you know, the players union can appeal that and all that stuff. And I think the main thing is going to be the fact that he was holding. It's going to be the fact that he was holding onto the guy's shirt or his jacket pulled on him and then the swipe at the end that because because that's kind of like the Bradley Beal incident that he's kind of dealing with where Mm -hmm. they want to press charges and whatnot so I think I really just hope that the Oakland Athletics and the Angels don't capitulate to whatever demands this guy has Anthony Rendoni has he will accept his punishment but it really does need to be a a moment where the union and mlb should stand up for anthony and say yeah he did the bad thing but also we're not gonna like we have all these announcements when we go to sporting events like if you see anybody acting a fool or acting completely inappropriate you have to call this number very rarely do you do that because you're looking for certain things like you know fights and things like that this situation it's like none of these people should be dealing with you're coming we're coming into their work environment if someone came into your work environment and was watching you and at the end of the day they were calling you a bitch or 
whatever the case may be, other foul language, you also would not put up with that. So this whole feeling of entitlement as a fan, like if you don't know how to heckle and and your basis for heckling is foul language, you're a total loser and your brain just doesn't work because there's so many things that you can make fun of Anthony, Anthony Rendon for that it shouldn't just come out to that thing. He's on the angels for God's sake. He used to wear a mullet. <laughs> He's on the angels. So much ammunition. It's and like, I think, like, I, come I on, like be, be a better, like heckling bad mm-hmm. fan. You know, and also it's like maybe what it takes and because we saw this like a couple years ago with Russell Westbrook when they poured the popcorn on him, but maybe it does take like for the athlete to like and I know like the optics of it are are like super bad on their end, but maybe that's what it takes kind of like Gwyneth Paltrow where if this guy comes after you for like damages or something you counter sue for a dollar in legal fees and and you win but like like in those situations when it's a really rich person going after like a small person you probably are not gonna get that much sympathy but there there should be something that should be done in those cases yeah and like i mean you've seen me heckle now in person right you could sum it up with one word and it's an old faithful boo it's all you need okay you deliver it effectively and properly, all you need. And, and he's on the angels. And just, what's the we, point? We need to emphasize that one. <laughs> what is the point of heckling when your team won? Mm, yeah. You don't got to kick them while they're down. You just walk and, out with a big smile, enjoy the so fact. So yeah. it's like, unless this guy is like, used to be like a Nationals fan and he's still mm. hurt because Anthony Rendon left, the, you know, the nationals after winning the world series and mm-hmm. joined the angels because they offered him a whole bunch of money to play third base. Like, what is your basis for that? Like, I don't know what his stat line was that night or, or is it just like the thing where, you know, baseball players to an extent, they do absorb a lot of this commentary and they don't show it, but it's like, eventually it comes out so Mm -hmm. to see that i think for especially on day one is (laughs) i I don't know like there there has to be more to that for it to because he he had him through the um what if rendon was telling himself there was there was no like safety net there was no physical Mm -hmm. barrier and yeah he had him kind of weird it's not like he could have pull them down to like where to the lower level but like he could have he could have punched them and then all the other angels are just like walking by like you're just like like you're just really happy to somebody like there's the one dude that's standing there the whole time and he's just like has his hand on his chin like like listening and i guess he was like well guess something happens i'll be the one then Trust to like, hey, 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 yeah. But everyone else just like walked by and they were like, "What the hell? like? Okay, it's none of our business." Like, it's like, and I think there was like a security guard too on the side. Mm-hmm. So, I was gonna say, what if Rendon realized like what you were saying? I'm on the Angels, and that's what was really like. He wasn't really upset at this guy. This guy could have thrown a boo. You know what I mean? Like, and and then he he grabs him because he's realizing in that moment, 
I'm on the Angels. No. No. Okay. But well, honestly, that will like I think it brings up an interesting point because you brought this up day one, right? And then we've already had an incident in the World Baseball Classic, not just but a few weeks, a couple weeks ago, where that where the you know that player was throwing the baseball at you know another fan. I know it's for different reasons, um, but at the same time, like you know, that's still an instance where we're having contact between players and fans and like, you know, like what you're saying, like what, what is really happening there? Like what kind of barriers are put in place? What kind of security is put in place? Because at a certain point, like you said, like you have to know, like when it's just really bad. Like I, I've, I personally myself have seen a really drunk Dodger fan in person heckling really bad. And then at one point, like it got really bad because a Mets fan popped a beach ball that everybody was trying to play around. And and this guy just started going off, like, you know, cussing up a storm. Next thing you know, they have like 12 security guards there to bring him up. And then the guy's like getting in his face. And then like, he's running back down to grab his whole family. Then he's like, his family's taking him up. And then this guy just wants to be a tough guy. He's in security's face. They all go down the aisle, family, security, this guy, it was nuts. But yeah, it, it's, it's that thing where they have to realize like, Hey, you know, okay kind of like on customer service when when they cuss at you on the phone and you kind of give them a warning you know if you're going to continue to do that i'm going to have to disconnect this call that's what it needs to be for for people that are really taking heckling to that level hi morgan hello top of the is it morning midday yeah top of the midday to you <laughs> midday I mentions midday, i don't know if midday has a top it's just in the middle Mm. Uh, mm, so uh we were just talking about some opening day baseball did yeah, you have any, yeah you have any uh any good stories coming out of the woodwork oh we haven't even talked about what happened with the dodgers yet but have you do you have any good stories of what happened uh with the cubs at all the cubs even play yeah that one mm. nothing uh -huh. exciting I was listening to the podcast where they very accurately predict the season. And you know what? The Cubs, the Cubs could do some things, maybe. Mm. Or not. No, you you got to put the, the Ed Bob, um, like the Cubs are up to something. Or what does he say about the Lions? Uh, a, he has a whole thing. But yeah, you could, you know, you could start putting like, you know, the Cubs, the Cubbies. Sneaky good. They're up to something. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye on them. Well, they're not sneaky good, but like they, they have pieces. Mm. You love a team with pieces, right? It's That's just, right. can we put them together the right way, the correct way? Yeah. Correct. Mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. there, there, are, there are pieces in that lineup that, that have won rings. Like there, there are they still have. They still have some of them. There were the new ones. We got Bellinger, mm. Edwin Rios, okay, former Dodger. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's a completely it's a completely different team than than the ones that won the championship mm -hmm. a few yeah, years ago. There's none of that. There's none there. They did. There's no more. Is, yeah. Yeah. No more Rizzo. No more no. Bobby Bias. No, Chris Bryant's eyes. Yeah. Oh, dreaming. Who's that guy with the with the nice ass? The one that can just Schwarmer? Schwarber? Schwarber? 
He no, kind of had, he kind of had, you know, just he kind of had some thick thighs. Chris Cardi vibes. <laughs> Schwarbs. Um, speaking of pieces, how did that fan get a piece of that seat at Dodger Stadium? And what? And why are you taking pieces of the stadium off? You know, like it, it's a historic place. Just leave it alone. You know what I mean? Like that. That was wild. But it was. I think it would have been a kind of a you know maybe got more attention. Not not as much attention as the app that dude getting lit up. The security guard, I guarantee you, got offered uh, some contracts to at least like five mini camps. Maybe some XFL teams are throwing some some you know resies at him, or you know just want to maybe get a look at him because he. I mean, I understand the guy was just helpless there on his knees proposing, but he lit his ass up. You know, didn't keep his head on a swivel. Mistake number one. Okay, but. Dodgers, okay. I am. My stance on proposals on sporting events is no, absolutely not. I always hope that that whoever's being proposed to says no because it is completely unoriginal. With that being said, if you're going to do something like that at Dodger Stadium, there are so many nice places within the stadium that you can do it. There's where they have like all the gold gloves right outside of the pavilion. There's do it in front of do it in front of like the Jackie statue or the Sandy Koufax statue or like um I don't know by you know by the Golden Road um you know refrigerator where all the beers are or in the kids play area because that's going to be your future i don't know like like risking mm -hmm. like like woman this is the man that you're gonna spend this is he has no measure for consequence and this is who you're gonna marry (laughs) jeez and also if they were thinking of like trying to like sue or anything for like uh you know damages whatever pain and suffering her instagram post where she's sitting on him and they look super happy that just kills it for you because you because if you're pain and suffering she wouldn't be sitting on you and you wouldn't look like super stoked that you're gonna get married so mm-hmm. it's it's a big zero you know you got your viral moment and everything but no 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 it's just the what the best part of it is the the timing like when you watch, because when you see the first or the first video I saw was the one that you sent where it's from behind, right? So it's, so it's a little bit further back. So you see the security guard coming, but the other video that the show posted today, the, the front angle is so good because he kneels down and you don't see the security guard, but you know, it's coming, you know, kind of like that, that office linebacker guy. Imagine. So like the other good thing. The other thing I think that would have added to like the layer of comedy is imagine like the ring popped out of the box when they tackled him and it's lost in the grass and they had to like delay the game or or they were like, no, 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 we're not going to look for it until, you know, the game has ended. So this guy's like in a holding cell in down in the bowels of the stadium and he can't go because it's like, at least I got to show up there with the ring. So she knows like why I did all of this for but I think it would have been funny like if he would have just mm-hmm. lost the ring. I mean, like, I know there's no drain holes out there, but if there would have been, I would have liked to have been like, it went in there. I'm very much against these people. 
Yeah. yeah. I swear to God, they're the type of people that for their gender reveal, they would set half a county on fire. Those are the types of people that I believe they are. I don't mm-hmm. know anything. I haven't talked to anybody, but that's the vibe I get. These are also the type of, like, I feel like people that would not only try to sell the proposal there, but hey, let's also get married at home plate. You know, just not not even like realizing like, hey, we got to branch outside of sports. Let's do something romantic. Hmm. But no, uh, yeah, it's just what an opening day. Remember, this is the most memorable one I can remember since Billy's uh, home run call when the Cubs played Miami. Speaking of Miami, they're uh, they're wearing their throwback jerseys tonight. And I'm not going to lie, the teal helmets are the coolest part. I saw Jazz hit a home run, and it just looked bumping. I was like, that looks cool. I was like, those jerseys, they just need to wear those jerseys all the time. Miami's got, like, when it comes to the Heat, the Dolphins, and the Marlins, they probably got the, the best, you know, uniforms going on across those well, three sports. I just like teal. I like teal. I like teal and pink. And orange. But yeah. wearing black. Hmm? Black. They waste it when they wear in, but the Miami black. 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 What's that robot talking, Morgan? The train. Mm. But remember, that black uniform is courtesy of people that were in the art industry, that they knew about art, they knew about color and emotion. And that's what they came up with. Oh. It, it's a, probably a representation of someone's soul. That's why they went with black. I'm not. <laughs> the relationship between a stepfather and a stepson, a stepfather and his ex-wife. Very telling nowadays when we can apply like all the mm-hmm. context, like with all the information we have. Yeah. An odd dealer and an artist. Yeah. Very, very true. It's very true. Um, let's. Uh, I guess we can we can transition a little bit over to some show talk. Morgan, did you happen to hear Stupidity and uh, Mystery Crate today? Okay. Well. Uh, no, I've been asleep. Okay. Well, um, I listened to Stupidity first, so I listened to Zoom Zoom before I listened to uh, Mystery Crate. Now, Mystery Crate was Jer Bear, Tony, Smeddy, and Roy kind of cutting it up for like half an hour. Oh, that's interesting. Why yeah, that but, is that? Wait, but, Mystery Crate is back, Jack? It's back, Jack. Yeah, I'm here. There, I'm here there should have been first. a major announcement. Mm-hmm. Like, Me- Metal Arc has not been office good about sus- major announcements suspension. lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do have Black Ops. I approached Jer Bear and had a chat with him. Huh. Um, anyway, both are near. Things are looking good. Keep an there eye are, on. There are pieces that need to come together. Mm-hmm. The, the, mm-hmm. There's one piece, and like the, the I have to talk to you. Yes. There, there, <laughs> there, there are pieces that, you know what? They're interesting parties. And, and um, yeah, we get into it. So, um, so... I bring this up because it was really funny what happened yesterday. I'm I'm sitting in class during break and I see Billy post a link to zoom zoom. Okay. I click the link to zoom zoom and I notice it says at the bottom 
uh, Tony's name, like his full name. And I'm like, that's odd. It doesn't typically say Tony's name here, right? Well, I'm waiting there for like, say, five minutes, eight minutes, whatever. I get on and it's for, it's the mystery crate link. So I'm all of a sudden looking at Jeremy, Tony, Smeddy, and then Roy is off camera. But I hear him. And I'm like, uh, what's going on here? And then they all start doing like a limited fake stew. Well, when I listened back to Mystery Crate today, Billy accidentally tweeted out that link because he was just in it, in there. And um, as he's on Zoom Zoom with, with Stu Gotts, he realizes like, oh, Stu, I, I tweeted out the wrong link. So like they're kind of talking about it and then they have they do the thing where like they ask you like to pick this athlete or else they're going to kick somebody off. And this guy Juan was like, hey, man, I got kicked off twice. And he, he totally like cut off this other guy that they asked a question. And like he like was like kind of ignoring that anybody else was there, but he was talking to Billy and Stu. And then they asked him the question. He got it wrong. So they kicked him off. And he had said that he got kicked off twice already. But what had happened was he got on the other Zoom link. And it's really funny because when I listened to it, Jerry Bear goes, yeah, this guy Juan, like, hello, Juan. All right, we'll see you later. And then that Juan, beep voted Juan for winner of Zoom Zoom. I highly recommend going back to kind of listen to both because it's kind of a, a fun little wild ride of, of happenstance of what happens there. But yeah, um, Mr. Crate's back. So, yeah, but it's back, but um, not with all the same people. Is that what you're saying? What was that? But it's, it's with, there wasn't the same people that um, may have, you know, caused unrest? No, no. Well, they did kick off a lot of people on this one, I would say more than the last one. And what made it more enjoyable was Juju. Juju was dying laughing every time Billy booted somebody. And then, that's not what she's talking about. That's not what I'm oh. talking about. Jesus, catch up. Well, I, I can barely. So I'm sorry. Mystery I can barely crate. understand you. Mystery crate. No, that. That's why, like, from Dominique being on the show yesterday, my favorite part was his analysis of why he he, whatever offer Dan made him, why he couldn't accept. It's like because you won't let me fire anybody, and then. And when he was saying that whole like minute, that whole statement he made, I stood up and I clapped. And it's like, exactly. I'm like, because if you're going to hire 50 people and not all of them are pulling their weight on or off camera, then it's like, thank you so much for your time and dedication, but we need to find someone else that can do this job better than you and you know like dan needs to figure out how to become that person or as we all know samson loves firing people so just send him in the room and be like hey you guys everybody today uh wear red socks gear and everybody wearing red socks like gets fired or whatever or or like say something bad about Grand Canyon, the movie. You're fired. Imagine any of his movie takes. Oh man, that's that's true. Oh, I didn't think about that. He's more, he's like a you know a broom ready to come in, sweep up, clean house. Or maybe he's just a dude with a podcast. Yeah, that's who's true actually, too. Who, who's actually not there to be HR? Like this bit where oh he needs somebody. Who's, just tag him and everyone hates him like 
just bullshit. Guys, get a show. Now I'm grinding. David C. Sampson is fine. I ate a pizza with him. Yeah, I think um, there there are moments where it is hard to distinguish the actual person from the show character. And a lot of it, too, is the, I guess, the eagerness for people to believe Dan when he says something uh, that's going on within the show and Meadowlark and all that stuff, as opposed to if it was anybody else. And it's part of like why we sometimes fall for these stupid things and it's like let's stand back and kind of look at it and not just like okay whatever you say dude like totally yeah it's a good point i i'm glad you brought i I, I don't see how anyone can see these things happening let's take a step back to december when we were in miami we went to an event who was at the event pablo s torre who was at the event? David Sampson. Where did they work? Not for better luck. Where did they work now? Balls were in the air. Balls were in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like... So does that also mean they're going to hire that cat I saw? If, yes, if they know um, it's good for them, yeah. It's coming. Jeff's face. <laughs> the cat cast. <laughs> oh... Salute to Murph. Cats. Meow. Um, is there any other law picks you guys wanted to bring up tonight? Um, no. Uh, but I, I think the cat would be good on Mystery Crate. Mystery Cat. You've talked too much. Edwin Diaz, the Edwin Diaz swipe. Not Edwin Diaz. Oh. God damn it. I, I don't know. I, I've been thinking about him all day because I asked Tashe about him and then I asked Tashe about him again yesterday. Um, Anthony Randone. Sorry. That swipe. That's what I was thinking of. Anthony Davis twisted an ankle. Collision course. I really like the South Beach sessions with Dominique. Um, I think him flipping it a bit on on Dan was really nice. Except when they got to something like substantive, I was like, why are you guys whispering and backing away from the mic? I want to hear this. And it just drove me crazy. Like the, the having the, the hushed tones and all that stuff. It's like, just speak louder. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't catch up on South Beach. There were so many different pods that they put out all at once today. That I, I've, I've been like jumping around. You know, we got like a because Miami. We have a Samson and and Skipper thing going on. I've I haven't listened to either of those either. I'm just saying, like we we had a a lot of different things, and, and I didn't realize that South Beach Sessions was there until it was too late. But I I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to that. But they were doing a thing where they were backing away from the mic, real quiet guy away from the microphone, the opposite of Mike Ryan. No, it's like when Dan had to be thoughtful about his answer. I guess maybe he like stepped back to like collect his thoughts or something mm. and he starts talking and he starts talking really low mumbly away from the mic and it's like yes tell us how much of a difference your wife has made in your life and how that has 
been in, like butt up against your up upbringing and how you look at relationships differently now and it's, he's just over here like child of excels freedom love <laughs> it's just like that limited fake dan is so good you need to bust that out more <laughs> no yeah, the child of like exiles it. was spot yeah, on i was like whoa where's this been you've been hiding this this yeah, whole time look how beep i need to eat what is it the the pep the pretzel stick covered in ham <laughs> so like <laughs> that was like so funny because earlier in the week i think he like scolded tony for doing that and then in the next segment he gets like he must have been eating or something and he had that thing like in his throat too and it was like ah Oh, but the hypocrisy of Smitty calling out Tony for eating. Oh, boy. Lady, I've heard you eat oatmeal today. Oh, man. But if this is truly their interview process or, like, for being an executive producer, God damn it, give it to Chris. Oh, so Oh man. Well, can or I, even I, even that I know it's like they're just fucking with us. They already have it like nailed down, and it's kind of like this. I mean, there are no repercussions at yeah. that company, so push whatever button you want. Well, can, just, can I, just I mean, the stovetop pudding. <laughs> Dad didn't get a suspension, and he's over here claiming that's anatomically correct. So bad. <laughs> oh that is <sighs> but yeah give it to chris give it to chris yeah no one, I... no one else needs to no, no one else needs to do that like i don't mean i don't mean to play spoiler but i went i was kind of thinking about it and if you go back to the week of shows before witty made his announcement chris was doing some of that work then um, there were because there was podcasts where you know it was it was his voice that I was hearing a lot from production, and then I started to put two and two together, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I think you know maybe this is a bit. I don't want to ruin anything, you know. Whatever. Well, I, I I love ruining things. So when I talked to Jay Bear, um, he told me two people that I should probably pitch my thing to, and I'd probably say that they might be executive producers. Hmm. Because mm. so, if not, why would he direct me to? Yeah. Good like, point. This is what the org chart looks like right now. <laughs> Maybe I should request that. No, oh, they don't know. It, and it's literally this top five list. Oh man, um, so many of those. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, um, I was uh, directed to uh, one Billy Gill, and I was directed to one Chris Cody. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting indeed. Now, why would you be directed to them? Hmm. I'm sure. I'm unsure, pal. I was um because those weren't the names of people I were thinking that I would go to. But um, yeah. And then the delightful GMB goes, or if you don't, if you don't feel that. You're comfortable to I'll do it for you. What a sweetheart. What a sweet man. 
It's okay. I'll put my big girl pants on and I'll say it myself. But thanks, Jerbe. Thank you, Jerbe. I just, I'm just the the photos that he released from his Bali um photo shoot for the uh, Marlins. It's like. This is what it was like when you would get your picture taken at Sears and they bought like the 12 pose pack and it's, you know, you're like going to finish school, sixth grade, middle school, and it's your best outfit, oh, especially with the, the glasses, looking down at the glasses. Oh, my God. So cute. Oh, he's the best. Like his ability to just lean into the fact that he's the wisest human in the world. It's, it's, he's so cute. He's like, my middle name is Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Some, somebody replied to a tweet about, I don't know, whatever, about JT. And I replied about the denim suit. Then I posted a picture of him in the denim suit and I thought, I sent him a DM. I'm like, I'm sorry if I shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that. Like I had to scroll through his, I just searched through his Twitter to find the picture. And he's, he obviously, because he loves that picture where he thinks he's just a tip leg. But oh, he's just so cute. I imagine that that was going to, that that should be like what, when he gets married. That's what him and his fiance should be wearing. If they are not doing, doing that, it's like, what are we even doing here? Honestly, but like she she can't allow that because he overshadows her in the picture. Like I, as beautiful as Courtney is, and he's the star of that picture, and that can't happen on them any day. Mm. Maybe like her something blue is just a little bit of denim. Like a denim, like a, a denim belt around a dress, a really thin bit of denim. Beautiful, but he still has to wear the California, uh, the, the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but um, I don't know. Maybe just a shirt. Well, maybe not for the wedding, but for like the reception. That like for their for their like first dance, their surprise dance. That's yeah, when they, they come out. When, when they come out, just sexy back. Yeah. <laughs> we, we should be invited to this wedding. We're doing like half of the work. I know. <laughs> I, mean, we, we are, I think we could be wedding planners tonight. We're fun at parties up until we see yeah. cats. I, I didn't even get to see it, but I wanted to. Um, so I think that we should be not just planning weddings, but we should be planning cool days. Well, oh hello and pam will be like at the top of our pyramid who better to have have us you know planning weddings than pam she's no one no one in our groups had one <laughs> we love you pam and, and lots of men have too obviously <laughs> no one wants to marry us we don't have that experience so um, the only people we will not help plan their wedding is that guy from Dodger Stadium last night. The proposal mm -hmm. he's automatically off our client list. Anybody else? No, no, not anyone. We can stand it. No, we're not taking. We're not, we're not taking anyone who. We are judging you purely on your proposals. That's how we are going to take clients. If you propose at at at, at the Eiffel Tower. 
or something like that, out, bang, bang. If you approach the Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas, even bigger bang. No. Mm-hmm. It's not even a real tower. <laughs> <laughs> fake tower. Fake ass tower. Like that fake heart. The slutty Mary that Greg Cody drank on the plane. Fake ass tower. Yeah, oh, honestly. We have a business plan. We're we're yeah, we're gonna get somewhere with this. I yeah. like that we've already like that we're eliminating a huge demographic already, the bogans. But it, that's not the kind of clients we want. We want upper market. We want people who are bored in them tuxedos. Good. I wore a denim tuxedo recently. Yeah, well, you're in. And we heard you're in love. I am in love. Well, he can Pretty be nice. our photographer, him and Ed Bob. Yeah. Uh, no, no, Ed Bob's on the list too. Sorry. <laughs> that, that idiot sent me a message asking if I was coming on today, but he's not here. Why, why is he asking me this? Like, maybe he found. Maybe well, he fell in love too. <laughs> in the last two hours, wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Friday night. I know what that dude's like. <laughs> I'm absolutely correct. Oh, salute to Ed Bob. Ooh, right. he can be our emergency ring bear. Mm, what about the cat? I thought the cat would do that. No, 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 no. Like if your if your sister's son comes down with like chicken pox or he pees in his tux. Or he's like crying and won't walk down the aisle. Yeah, you know, too yeah, busy, get too busy picking his nose, and you don't, you know, you don't want that in like the video. No, so we roll like yeah. Ed, Ed Bob. Yeah, and it's and like oh, we'll don't it. we'll we'll fix yeah. it in editing. We'll like CGI mm-hmm. him. We'll make you know post production. Yeah, um, it, it adds to the cost. And then we then we get Barrett as the flower girl throwing flowers down the aisle. <laughs> He's gonna if, if Barrett is part of it, then we can never have like a release the doves type of situation. We, we can because we'll actually release Barrett as well, like through the air on cable. And he just like flies through the air trying to catch the dove. <laughs> but we have to be like, you can't yell Duval. What if he, he yells Duval? He could go, Love. I do ball. He need peaks. Oh, when I, say, when I say I do, he like reels out. When I say do, you say vol. Do vol. Do vol. All right, I guess we can end this podcast with a do vol, right? All right. Well, that's been another exciting episode of LTC. We got Morgan from Australia in Australia. We got myself and Jeanette out here in Los Angeles. Thank you for joining us. And this one's for Barrett on three. Come to us for all your hopes and dreams of uh, marriage, uh, a a wonderful wedding day. This is not how I I usually try to get people who want to get married to come towards me. But um, now we're just getting people who want to marry other people. We got a whole system here too. We got a team effort. LAH presents weddings. Okay. Presented by Blue Wire. There we go. Okay, Duval on three, gang. One, two, three. Duval. Duval.
for love. <laughs> but I won't.